with your host, Ian Ferguson and Ricky Ventures. It's time for the STEM Dialogue, the podcast that exposes students to the world of science, technology, engineering, and math in a new light. Hey, what's going on, STEM world? We are back with you again for another week of the STEM Dialogue, man. We are so glad to be here. Your host, Ricky Venters, and co-host, Ian Ferguson. Ian, what's good, man? How you doing? What's up, man? I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm, yeah, I, I bet you are, man. Right now. I, I bet I'm you are. Good. You know, the world, the STEM world. We want to welcome back Ian uh, from Las Vegas. You know, he was sending me pictures of him. You know, hanging off cliffs and uh, just chilling, go seeing all this sightseeing. And we just want to welcome you back to the real world, man. We just want to welcome you back to the real world. <laughs> the real world. I was at the real world. <laughs> nah, man, we were joking, man. We we had uh, wish you uh, a belated birthday, even though we said it last week on the podcast. But we will say it again, man, and uh, hope you had a great time. And you know, it's always good to just um, go out and just see th- see different things, man. Expose yourself to different things. Open your eyes to a world that you know, um, man, it just blows your mind just to see the different sights that are across this nation. Yeah, man, it's it's um, it's crazy to see like how these you know different sites I go to because I went to the Grand Canyon, like how it's all naturally made, like just straight by God, like there's nothing we did mm-hmm. to make these mm-hmm. pieces, you know. And that's some nice look. It was, it was awesome, man. Um, I don't know if you said on the podcast I did the uh, skywalk, the glass bridge that cantilevers over. No, I didn't say it at no. the Grand Canyon. I did that. Yeah, I uh, rode a horse. Actually, my horse got a little nervous when we got close to the edge. It's kind of funny. And that, was, that was my first time riding a horse. I liked that a lot. Um, I uh, Yeah, I was hanging off the cliff. I did do that. I scared a lot of people, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> and uh, Vegas was nice. And my most exciting part of the trip is when I went to the uh, Pacquiao fight, man, yeah. on my actual birthday. Like The fight started like right when the clock struck midnight there, too. I mean, midnight here, so it was like right oh, on my wow. birthday is when the main event started. And the fight, man, I just had a really good wow, time, man. Wow, wow, exciting. man. I'm glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear. I was telling the world, I was saying, you know, you left me hanging, but I'd rather you leave me hanging, going and doing something like that and, you know, enjoying <laughs> life, just really celebrating, man, uh, 23 years of life, man, and um, wish you plenty plenty of more, plenty more, man. Jordan, wish yeah. you, man. But yeah, this this week on the STEM uh, podcast, on the STEM dialogue, we're going to do something a little bit different. We typically would do what's new in the STEM world, but uh, I had a, a chance to go to a, go to a, a conference in Chicago a couple of weeks back, and I wanted to share uh, the experience that a lot of these students had at the conference. You know, there's students from all over the world. Um, all, I'm sorry, all over the United States, uh, a lot of different colleges. It was called the LSMCE conference. And these students had a lot to share about what their takeaways were. So I'm going to play a couple for you right now. Uh, my name is Naomi Bean. I'm at Columbus State Community College. I'm getting my associate of science degree. I got accepted to Ohio State University. From there, I plan on doing health science and then going into the dental program to be an orthodontist. From the conference, 
well, for myself, I thought I couldn't do it. In- well, not internship, just a research project. I felt like I wasn't capable of actually doing it. But from the conference, I know I'll have help, so I'll be able to do it. And then look into more internships, get more involved, and breaking out your shell, and not to be afraid of being wrong. Awesome. Good. Perfect. Uh, my name is Robert Arthur. I'm a mechanical engineer major. Uh, I plan on going to OSU. I'm currently at Cummins State Community College, and I think the conference this year was pretty good. Uh, I'd say it's probably better than last year's. Uh, it's more focused on uh, the students and like getting them to be more openly social because being in the STEM field, most of us want to, you know, introvert. Or the, the thought is that we become introverts and we stick to what we do and put our heads in our books and that's the end of it. No, the conference was intended for us to socialize, get to know each other, network, keyword network. And that's about it. Awesome. Hi, I'm Tierra Modak. I'm a student at Mary Grove College in Detroit, Michigan. I'm a junior and my major is biology. I'm planning on going to medical school to be a neonatal physician. And here at the LSMCE conference, I was able to interact with many other students who have done research like I have over the summer. Some of our research was similar, so I was able to connect with those people. But also I was able to see other people's research that was completely different that I might actually be interested in doing for myself. And also I met a lot of great people who are willing to help me get into medical school or they might know somebody who can give me great advice for medical school. And that's one of the great things that I was able to take from this conference. And I believe that other students, if they're able to come, they should come as well so they can meet their peers who are doing things similar to what they are doing. Awesome. Thank you very much. My name is Brianna Birkinshaw. I'm from Doan University, and I'm majoring in biochemistry. This conference, it kind of helps with my motivation and determination. We've talked about that a lot throughout the day. And just like thinking about going back to classes and next week, I know it's already going to be a tough week. I have three tests and just everything at the conference kind of helps like re-motivate me almost. Like it rejuvenates me, like gets me ready to go back and do just that much better. Awesome. Awesome. Good, good, good. Um, I'm hoping to be an optometrist, so that's another four years of school after I get my undergrad. Yeah. All right, but yeah, that, that was it, man. We had a great time. Was out there with uh, Brian Thomas. He has been on a podcast uh, with us before, um, working with him out there. It was a great time, and looking forward to doing some more things with that group. So without further ado, STEM World, we bring to you our main feature of tonight, uh, I'm trying to hype it up, I'm trying to hype it up more than I usually do. <laughs> nah, you know, we always have a special guest and this guest definitely is special too. Um, and we bring it, we bring him in to talk about STEM and his life in STEM and, uh, what he's been doing and the impact that he's been making and, and the impact he's going to be making. Uh, so we bring to you no, none other than Joel Sam. Joel, are you there? Good. I'm here, good, man. Good, man. Great to be Thank on here. Thank you so much for joining us. I uh, just want to start off by saying we say it to all of our guests, you know, it's because of people like you that we're able to get our podcast out to the world. You know, people that like you that take the time to just give back to that STEM community to 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 show students that, hey, you know, this is the road. This is the road that I took. This is where I am with it now. This is how I'm impacting the world. And don't ever be discouraged at any point that you're at. Because you will make it through, you know, and we love 
you professionals that have come on Absolutely. and share their, their stories. And we thank you, man. We just thank you from the bottom of our hearts, man. We thank you. Thank you. Now, don't let me do all that. And then, you know, you don't have a good interview with us today. So. <laughs> no, man, I'm, ex- I'm excited to be on here and to, to, to share with you guys definitely, and to, to definitely. learn as well. So, uh, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely, man. So I've been actually in the technology, uh, the T in STEM, I guess, for really um, it's going on mm. 17 years now. So uh, in the kind of wow. telecommunications uh, side of that world and now in the software side of that world uh, for going on 17 years now, um, it's, it's been a great, great run. Um, I've always liked uh, technology. From the time I was a kid, I remember telling my mom, I, I want to create a phone <laughs> where people will be able to see each other. <laughs> I, I didn't get to create that, but <laughs> uh, it, it, did, it did come about, though. I, so I did have a little, a little vision there uh, before it happened. But um, I always like technology, always uh, like innovation and inventions. And um, now really working on something exciting, um, have a a beautiful wife, two little girls, awesome. five and eight, and launching something called STEM Reads that I'm sure we'll, we'll get to chat a little bit about, but really excited about um, kind of bringing a new way of educating uh, kids awesome. with STEM and making awesome, it fun. Man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Awesome. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit uh, about, you know, the, the schooling journey. You know, we have a lot of students that listen to this. Um, and a lot of them are in school. Some of them are at a point where they really don't know how relevant school is for them. Um, they don't know. Some of them are young professionals. And they don't know the relevancy of getting, you know, different licenses or certifications and things of that nature. So tell us your journey on the educational side to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's really I would say it's probably not the traditional mm-hmm. Uh, journey. So um, went to uh, Bowie State University and actually uh, did not complete there um, and ended up actually starting um, my career in telecommunications. Um, but one of the things that I've always kind of believed in and kind of seen even through this journey is um, you have to be a lifelong learner. So that's something that I've always mm-hmm. seen. And I think what happens sometimes is um, I think for I think a lot of times what happens is we confuse or limit, I should say, the word education to only that uh, K through 12 mm-hmm. and then college experience. Mm-hmm. And what I found is that the, the folks that are able to make it happen, regardless of the circumstances of the economy, regardless of, you know, what's going on are folks that are kind of lifelong learners. And that that's one of the things that's just kind of been a part of me. So, you know, just reading, you know, whatever you're, especially today, I think there's never been a greater opportunity to be a lifelong learner, to take really education seriously, um, you know, all the way through both while you're in school and out of school, you know, post school to really Mm -hmm. just continue to be a learner. And there's never been a better time. There's never been more information available um, to really become, you know, an expert and skilled in various areas. So that's, that, that, that would be one of the things I definitely God. feel really strongly about. Man, that is phenomenal. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because yesterday, I uh, shared a story with you guys. Yesterday, I went to a, a museum, and the museum was an old mansion. 
And uh, when I walked in there, the the tour guide, you know, he was bringing us around the house, showing us a lot of these different things. But this is what wowed me. We walked into a room and there was books everywhere on the walls. I mean, tons of books mm. from floor mm-hmm. to ceiling. Mm-hmm. Ceilings were 15 feet high, 14, 15 feet high. And you had, you know, they had the ladder in the library to, you know, to get the books at the higher shelves. And I've only seen that, you know, in, ma- in major libraries um, or or on movies, really. And just to see how many books were in that room, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I started I started walking around. He's like, all right, let me show you this room. Then he took me to a room that was three times the size of that one room. And it was filled with even more books. Wow. And as we're walking, he said, these are books from Latin America. These are books from Italy. These are books from Germany. These are books from, and he's listing and listing and going on and on. He said, these are the original books of, of people documenting types of animals and birds and drawing life-size, life-size birds in these books. They had over $100 million worth of books in their house. Wow. Uh, Where is this I, I didn't say the name was uh, Everla- um, uh, Everlast, Everlasting, Everlast, or Evergreen, Evergreen, I'm sorry. Evergreen Mansions in Baltimore. Evergreen Mansions. If you get a chance to go for a I tour, gotta you, you got to do it. I'm actually going to bring my kids over there. But what I reason why I got I came to that is because and that reminded me is because, Joel, when you just said, uh, you know, be a lifelong learner, these people, they were. They were the millionaires. They were the leaders of their time. Mm-hmm. And you can see mm-hmm. why, because all the knowledge that they, you know, took in, they, they absorbed in. It was recorded that they read all the books. It wasn't just books that they were collecting. They weren't collectibles, collectibles. They were books that they were reading on right, a regular right, basis. Right, right. And I'm like, wow, when's the last time I read, you know, a substantial amount in a book? You know, I, I do more surfing than reading nowadays so that when you, when you say lifelong learning man sure, that really sure. hit home man that definitely hit home man. yeah no, absolutely and I, I was just listening to something the other day and it was uh talking about warren buffett and literally the same thing i don't remember the i was number, just about to bring up the same thing yeah he, he reads six, something yeah. like four to yep. five books still i heard six hours a day reading books reading books at least yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then we and, oh, it was a lot for us. We got to do, guys. There's a lot. man. When I saw that, that really put me in check. I'm like, man, you know, that that is, you know, I think I'm doing something. And then these guys are like, no, you ain't doing that, man. You, you, when's the last time you read? Like, we just really sat down and read something. So like when we like we just said here, being a lifelong learner, man, being a lifelong learner, is yeah. just loving the the aspect of just always learning something new every day, you know. Yeah, and I, and I, and I would add, I think there are a lot mm-hmm. of different types of learners out there. If there's a young person out there, I think you mm-hmm. do have to find yes, your correct. medium for learning. Um, so for myself personally, I'm not the strongest with a paper book. I do think there is something special about that, and if you can. Um, push yourself to be able to kind of read a book in your hand. Um, I'm particularly better. I finish yep. more audiobooks, yep. for example. Um, so if, if that's you, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. what I'll even do is actually have the paper yeah. book and the audio book. And I found that's where I even retain even more information. So find the method that works for you, but you gotta, you yeah. gotta get that information in whatever works. For yeah. You. 
I had a teacher in uh, high school, and she said the same thing you kind of said. Don't just get it straight from reading paper books, you know. She said, read everything you come across, even if it's just, you know, a pamphlet you see while you're in a waiting room somewhere, um, a magazine where you're somewhere else. Just read as much as you can. And what she was saying, we spoke about this before, Ricky, in the podcast, is when you have a habit of reading, not only are you building a library of knowledge just throughout your day outside of school, it helps with Mm -hmm. speaking as well. Um, A lot of people who who read very well uh, Mm. also make great speakers their vocabulary is a bit higher and the way that they elaborate on things, they can go into depth uh, easier. There's somebody who has to pause and think, hey, they know what to say, but they can't think of the words of how to say it. We actually had, you know, one of our students uh, in an adventures program like that. Knew what he wanted to say, but when it was time to speak, he didn't have the words that mm. he wanted to get across. He knew what to say. You know, he's not a slow kid or anything like that. He just didn't have the word. He didn't know how to communicate yeah. what he was trying to say. He had to pause and think twice yeah. before he spoke. You know what I mean? And it's not because he's slow. It's just because he's just mm-hmm. not beating himself. It's not a part yeah, of him. Yeah, and, I, and I'll add to that and say that, you know, being a lifelong learner, we're not saying that being a lifelong learner only involves reading, you know, but it also involves, you know, hands-on stuff, you right. know, being mm-hmm. being willing to learn different Absolutely. technology, being willing to learn different programs, um, just always being willing to learn something new. Don't be stagnant. Um with, with anything in life. Yeah. You know? Yep. But I think that's really important. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would add to that as well. I think what's going to be key moving forward um, in the kind of the future, when you're thinking about a career today, it's not just being a technician um, in whatever mm-hmm. that area is. Um, if that's science, if that's mm-hmm. engineering, if that's technology, um, where you can really add your most value is you also need to understand mm. the, the business side of things. Doesn't mean you have to be a, you know, a business person per se. Um, but if you don't understand where that technology fits into the business, how it creates value, how it improves the customer experience, and you're only a technician, your value is going to be lower and yeah. lower as time goes on. Because you're not competing in a in a national scape, you're yeah, competing in a yeah, worldwide yeah. scape um, environment more and more. So you, the the people that really have value are the ones that can both be a technician, but also understand where this fits in the business cycle. How is the company going to market this? How does mm. this create value yeah. in the organization? Those, I think, those folks are going to really have the most value and most leverage which ultimately is, I always look at it, whatever you're doing, I, I tend to look at it as yeah. that you are your own business. So that even when you're working for an employer, you're just basically, you know, they're contracting you ultimately, you know, mm-hmm. and you're receiving, you know, benefits, et cetera, for that. But the more value you have, the more leverage you have in how you are able to run your business and quote unquote, what customers you take on, which you can look at that as your employer. So the more that you understand all those pieces, I had one boss tell me one day, he said, uh, and I was asking him, like, you know, what does it take to really go to the next level? You know, what what should I do? What should I be focusing on? He told me, Ricky, I want you to take each project and I want to I want you to make it yours. These are yours. And I need you not to to understand the 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 tech, the technical aspect of these projects. But I need you to run it as though, you know, you're you're managing it in its entirety. You are the owner of these projects. Um, you're you're the you're the face of the company. So therefore, like you said, 
you're really taking on that approach of that you're working for yourself, you know, and when you and when you have when you have that type of attitude, if you're if you're a person that, you know, wants to see that yourself is, you know, looked at a high, high level or quality, then you're, you're going to you're going to look at your work a little differently. You know, you're going to look at your end product and say, wow, does this really reflect who I am? And if it doesn't reflect you, who you are in the, in the right fashion, you're going to do everything you can to make sure it gets it gets fixed in that way, you know, so or it gets produced in that way. So, yeah, that's definitely, definitely a good nugget to, to take, man. You got you are your own. You're your own boss. You are your own boss, man. You own your own comp- company. No. Yep. So tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, you're, you're in your, your industry, more the technology aspect of, of the STEM. Tell us about uh, in your journey, like you said, you, you went an, an unorthodox way uh, to get where you are, you know. And one thing we got to try to show to the STEM world, too, is that is that, you know, college college is good, but it's not the only option. You know, and I talk to students about that all the time, especially yeah, when it comes absolutely. to STEM, especially technology. Uh, we have a, a, a friend, friend of ours, Ian and I, that he um, is more Ian's friend. He grew up with him. I, I just I just know him really well or well. And uh, <laughs> he he did the same thing. You know, he came, came out of high school <laughs> and, you know, he went right to the IT world, got certifications and he's doing pretty well for himself. So there's different methods and different routes that you can take. But tell tell me this, like, yep. what was the challenge going against the grain of what everyone thought the direction that you should go in, maybe going to college or different things of that nature? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. So I think there's a lot of things um, society-wise, and, you know, mm-hmm. some of it for good reason, right, that, that there are certain molds that are proven to work. So there's, you know, there's good reasons and, you know, well-intentioned folks that have, you know, certain ideas of what paths should be taken. And, you know, and again, in a lot of cases, it makes sense. So I think that's that's part of what you have to, to deal with. You know, so whatever path that you're taking, you know, you have to be confident in what you're doing and you have to have that passion mm-hmm. to be good at it. Um, and once you're doing that, I think ultimately in the long term, you're going to be able to find success. You have to be put in the time to be good at what you're doing. So simply saying, well, I'm going to, it's not a shortcut by taking, <laughs> yeah. you know, some other route out of, other than the traditional route. Yeah. You, you got to put that yeah. time in you can't, to be good. Yep. You can't that, substitute that's the, the time. bottom line. So you can't substitute. yeah. And that's, and that's, so at the end of the day, you're, you have to going back to kind of understanding what education is, whatever path you're taking, you're still going to be putting in that time education wise, whether it's spending hours in an online course, you know, or, or Googling a million things for hours on end until you really understand whatever it is, networking with other people that understand those things where you're trying to go, et cetera. You're going to have to put that mm-hmm. education time in um, regardless. There's no, there's no shortcut about that. And depending on what you're trying to do, then there are different paths to that certain careers, obviously will take a college degree um, mm-hmm. and and others may not, but that that's not shortcutting the, the time and True. effort that has to be put in. That's still going to have to True. be put in, in, in any way. You, you cannot. <laughs> so pretty much guys, there's no shortcut. No matter which way you go, there is no, no shortcut, man. You want to be successful. Yeah. You got to put the time in. You got to put the time in. And the thing is this, 
in, in, in keeping with the same theme of being a lifelong learner, uh, you, you, when you want to be well and you want to be exceptionally well at something, you start to grow a passion for that thing to where being a lifelong learner or just being doing well in something is is secondary to you just being happy about being able to do this thing. You know, it's like, oh, I, I, I love it. You know, this is what I love yeah, doing. Absolutely. So since I love doing it, I'm going to put the time in. You know, I, I'm not tired because I, I love doing this. I can stay up all night researching this stuff. I can stay up all night writing these papers. I can stay up all night trying to figure out uh, how this technology works because I love doing it. And the more and more you keep doing that and you yeah. that uh, years and years and, and months and, 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 and days after another, man, before you know it, you become an expert in that field. And then people say, oh, how did you do it? And you, and you, and all you say, yeah. you put that simple fact in. Well, I, I put time in. And that's something that you can never escape um, in order to be great. It, it, it got to be a part of you, man. It's like, um, you yeah. know, people that love basketball, like even when you see them walking, they'll walk almost like they're cr- yeah. dribbling a ball yeah. between their legs mm-hmm. just because they're used to doing it. It's like it's a part of it. Or like um, people that love dancing. And I was out with a girl who loves dancing. And it's like, if you just stand still, Eventually, she's going to just going to just start doing a little dance just because she's standing there in, in her head and she can't get it out of her system. And that's how I am. I know, Ricky, we talk yeah. about, you know, I love martial arts. And I might just do like a little quick shadow box, just, you know, because I can't, I can't get it out of my system because it's that much a part of me. But at the same time, since I've been doing it for years, if somebody, if you ask me to explain a certain technique to you, I can break down the ins and outs, the offense, the defense, you know, the whole breakdown of yeah. it because I've studied it. And I've done it over and over, and it's become a part of me. So it's the same kind of thing you yeah. talk about having a passion with the STEM. If you love cars and you're into, you know, you're going to be going to school to design cars and everything, you should be having all of the car magazines yeah. all in your house and different brands of this, this, and that, different models around. And yeah, be able to tell exactly. me about my car. You know what I mean? It should be a part of you. Can be on yeah. YouTube watching car videos. You know yep, what I mean? Like, yep. get, get all so, of it. So we're talking about magazine. We're talking about books. And, uh, Joe, I want you to tell us, man, you have this book that you're getting ready to release. Uh, tell us a little bit about it, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. So it's called STEM Reads, and um, it's myself, another good buddy, um, Jay Norman, that's working on it with me. He's an engineer, actually. And it really just came out of our – we both have uh, – kids um and both of us girls actually uh five <laughs> between us total and one of the things we oh, always wanted to do is to uh we both believe in reading and we're both excited about stem and where that's going and wanted to create something that would be able to connect those two things in a fun way so what we created was stem reads which is a monthly uh subscription box and what it is is every month um children between the ages of four and eight are going to get a, a box that's going to include uh, two or more books on a theme on a stem theme so whether that's space for that month coding um you know, so many different things we're going to be doing. We're going to have a really, really cool one uh, that's coming up for this for our launch in December. Um, that's going to be very, very, very cool tied to the season, um, but still have a very inter- interesting science angle. But a new theme every month. Um, with that, you're also going to get uh, some learning reinforcement uh, materials and then one or two surprises that just kind of make it fun that tie back into the theme. Um, so it's definitely, we want to keep that fun element in there. When, when kids connect learning with fun, uh, they usually re- retain the information better. They're more excited about it. 
Um, so we are launching that next Tuesday, November 15th. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, it, uh, it may be coming up or may have passed, but in either case, it's going to be launching then. And the first box is going to be shipping in time awesome. for Christmas. So whether it's for your own child or for a friend, niece, grandson, granddaughter, um, and awesome, man. Really yeah, we are, uh, my wife and I, we are excited. My wife asked me, when are those books coming? And she just asked me the other day. <laughs> Every time I talk about some books, I'm like, well, you talk about the Stem Reads book? When are they coming? But uh, yeah, we are, we, we're going to put the link in our uh, description uh, uh, of this podcast. We are going to release this podcast. Uh, when we released this podcast on Monday, we changed the time from Sunday to Mondays now. Uh, we will, it will be a day before they actually released the book. So yeah, guys, you know, go on, get your sign up and definitely, you know, this is something that life changing can be a game changer. Being able to expose uh, kids at a young age Ricky to not only just, just the STEM uh, STEM will return the same time next and, week. Uh, this has been brought to you, you by Ricky Ventures Enterprise. With combining those two things together. And it forces families to come together, uh, read together, learn together, and uh, work together, man. And that's a beautiful thing, man. So thank you, uh, Joel, for just coming up with this concept, man. And I wish you and pray for, for the best for you uh, in this endeavor, man. And um, I know it's going to impact so much, man. a lot of people, impact a whole lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Getting great feedback from moms and dads all over the country. Um, over 5,000 people already on the wait list for the launch. So we're that's beyond wow. our expectations of of, of what it would do and wow. it's just really taking off so wow. we're, we're really wow. excited awesome. about it. awesome well stem world we've come to the end of another great uh stem dialogue and we really want to thank our guests for being on the show with us today uh we will put his information uh for his books in our description like i said but like we say every week uh if you really appreciate you know these these podcasts and they're adding value to your life or to your friend's life or something you feel that you can pass on, leave a review. Uh, Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what we can uh, do better. Let us know how this podcast has impacted your life or your student's life. Uh, We really would appreciate it. We, our podcast has gone out across the world uh, and in multiple uh, states within our nation. And we really appreciate all of our listeners and all of our supporters. Uh, And you know what? Um, we are coming to the end of, I can't believe it's happening already, but we'll get ready to come to the end of a new, uh, of, of another year, 2016. And it was actually coming across at a time when Ian and I uh, thought about saying, Hey, let's start a podcast. And it's amazing how a year has gone by uh, so fast. And one thing we want to say is that we're so happy that we're able to uh, get out into this community make an impact into this STEM community and uh, gain new friends, uh, new uh, relationships through the participants that have come onto the line. Uh, and with that, if you're if you're in the STEM world and you w- want to share your story with the world, hey, reach out to us. All of our information is there in the description. Reach out to us and we would love to have you as a guest on this show. All right. Well, like we say every week, we will see you next time at the same place on the STEM Dialogue. Thank you for joining us. Have a good one. Bye.